Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Hawkins Hellfire Collective. This is Devin Grubb. And Zach Grubb. And today we are going to talk about Season 3, Episode 4, The Sauna Test. Uh, but before we get into it, we have a special guest on the show today. You want to introduce yourself, special guest? Hello, hello. Uh, I am Matt. I This is my second time appearing on the show. Uh, I am Devin's sis, Devin's sister, Devin's brother, <laughs> and, and Zach's brother-in-law, and I am here to do nothing but argue with why I think this is the best season. I was yeah. literally just going to say, and this is his favorite season, yeah. so this should be fun. <laughs> Yeah. Can I just say I appreciate everyone doing their M- ASMR voices right now. Everybody's yeah. talking really nicely into the microphone. It's very soothing. soothing. Watching a lot of TikTok lately. Watching a lot of TikTok. <laughs> Watching a lot of Elden Lore. Oh, you, man. you put that. You do the the your ASMR voice for that. That's just my reading voice. <laughs> this is more casual. This is more. Yeah. This is well. I'm not going to say it's more fun. This is more casual. <laughs> Abby has said uh, she could fall asleep to the Elden Lord videos. So I get I get that a lot. Uh, <laughs> so but we're not here to talk about Elden Ring. We're here to talk about Stranger Things. Yes, Stranger Things lore. I'm out of the loop of the Elden Ring. So yeah, oh my. Let's let's go with with what I know, <laughs> and that's Stranger Things. Yes, Stranger Things. Uh, and I believe this episode starts us off with Elle just straight up knowing knowing something is wrong. She can tell Billy is off. Yeah, well, she yep. so it the last episode ended with like the they they go to the um, Heather's house and they're having like that weird dinner and Elle knows something something's up. And then this one starts off with like the sleepover with um, at uh, Max's house, right? She's sleeping over Max's. Well, that yeah. was the last episode. Where they were sleeping over. No, it's a sleepover. I put sleepover with Max. Eleven oh. is having flashes to Billy stuff, and Max is trying to convince her oh, everything right. is fine. Isn't Billy's it during just the sleepover? weird. They were sleeping over at Elle's last time. Yeah, they slept over oh, okay. at Elle's. This is her going to um, Max's, and yeah, she so she's like she's having flashes to everything that she has seen so far with Billy. And she's like, really, like, this isn't right. And Max is like, no, 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 like, it's fine. He's just weird. Billy's just awful. And Max, you're not wrong. Right. right. But still. <laughs> and di- didn't we say that this was really weird? Like, was it this one where we had our conversation about how Hopper is, like, super cavalier about her just going and being with people now? Like, she was just allowed to go to Max's house and have a sleepover when she's supposed to be hidden? Oh, no, that was the last one, because that's when she left the note for him. Okay. Yeah, okay. we talked about that like, in the last episode. Well, okay. Yeah, yeah let, let's talk about your precious Hopper yeah. in Season 3, Matt. Well, didn't didn't you have that whole that? talk with Joyce about giving teenagers their space and, and whatnot? You know, he's he's like the gullible, I don't know how to be a dad guy this season. I'm I'm all for it. So, uh, but yeah, I get that, but she was supposed to be hidden. Like, that's why in season two, she wasn't allowed to go and do anything. And then, like, 
she had they had to lay low and she went when she went to the mall she's like oh there's too many people like is she just allowed to be out no, she's like it's against the rules too many people right is she just allowed to be I to just go to max's house i think just if you wear a hawaiian shirt that long enough you just kind of just let things roll off you you know you just don't care as much <laughs> it's just he's 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 too chill now i guess yeah, if, if you're Hawaiian vibes if you're hungover from the night before and you're just happy that your daughter is spending time with a girl then it's i guess you just like, stop caring about almost, everything <laughs> exactly he just doesn't care it's almost like he's hungover from season two like like and it takes until the office scene not to jump ahead uh, for him to snap out of it. <laughs> that is an incredible scene. I, I can't wait to get into that. Yeah. It's, I have, there's a, well, there's several notes. I don't have that many notes until that, I think. Oh, I, I got some stuff. Yeah. Nancy goes to see her old lady and her old lady's screaming. She has to go back. She has a name. Yes. Mrs. Driscoll. Mrs. Driscoll. Mrs. Driscoll. I got it. <laughs> so we didn't keep calling her old lady. <laughs> well, I mean, she kind of looks like the smoke monster got her. And I don't mean the mind flare. I mean the smoke monster. And she's screaming that they have to go back. So I think this is the part where we have a, a lost crossover. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I'm not going to lie. I, I totally forgot about the whole Mrs. Driscoll thing, like setting off the whole hospital showdown and everything. Yeah. Like later, later in the episode. And there, uh, yeah. I mean, I didn't remember her at all. I did remember the rat. Right. Like, and yeah. that's the the one rat, like, exploding or whatever. Um, but I didn't remember her. Like, I didn't remember why. Yeah, I completely forgot the entire yeah. hospital scene, honestly. Yeah. Um, which is crazy, because it's really good. Great stuff. And it's probably the, like, I, I've been waiting for Nancy's story to pay off, because it's been so bad up to this point. Yeah. And it's a pretty good payoff. <laughs> no, it, it is. I, I got I got some some bad notes related to Nancy and Jonathan. Yeah, shoot. Well, I've, I've, been, I've been talking some shit. Say, we've, well, been, we, we've kind of been bashing the, them it, the whole time. So. It's more of a question uh, for you guys. What do you guys think of that whole uh, conversation, <laughs> that whole existential crisis conversation that they're both having uh, in the car where Jonathan's just like, oh, yeah, you know, I had to work for my stuff my whole life. You don't you don't just get things handed to you on a silver platter. And like, I get that whole side of the argument. But. I also understand the whole Nancy side of the argument, like, you know, woman in the workforce, but it's not just that. She's been completely mistreated at this job the whole time. And I, I don't yeah. know. It, it, I see both sides, but at the same I was... time, their whole argument, it, it just frustrates me. I want them both to shut up. So I'm wondering what you guys <laughs> I think. I was going to say, yeah, so that that's a, that's like in the middle of this episode, right? Yeah. But yeah. like, um, we, no, we I have thoughts. Get in there. Yeah. So um, we talked about it and we kind of both think that they are right and wrong yeah in their in in their argument is that was kind of, that's kind of what we landed on like yeah, we I kinda... we agree with what Jonathan has to say and we agree with what Nancy has to say but they're both like not right in bringing it up at like that that point in time is that they're both yeah, kind of talking I, out of their I ass think... yeah but it's but they're both saying accurate things yeah yeah it's i weird. If I had to choose a side, I'd caution a little more towards Jonathan, mostly because, like, yes, Nancy's being mistreated that job, and that is literally inexcusable. Yeah, it's not okay. But he's all, he also makes an incredibly lucid point when he's like, did you expect to just, like, walk in and be a reporter? Yeah. You're in high school. Yeah. Like, like what they, did you expect from this job? 
Right. Like, Obviously, you shouldn't be getting like verbal abuse from people, but like, no. What but did you, you think they're, was happening? They're, they're both interns, and I think part of her problem is is jealousy towards Jonathan. That like Jonathan, yeah, walked in and. They're like, oh, you're a photographer? Here, take pictures for us. Or if you're not taking pictures for us, develop the pictures that have already been taken. Oh, you're an intern? You're just going to be our runner. And, like, that's fine. A lot of times that is what you do as an intern. Like, you yeah, are kind especially, of especially Especially with a newspaper. With like, the- you are the gopher until you start, until you're allowed to start doing things. She's just treated significantly. But she's treated she's worse because she's a woman. Um, and it's, you can see that that's kind that's probably how they treat everybody because mm-hmm. anytime she, well, that that's a female anyway. Yeah. Because anytime she walks into like their writer meetings or whatever you want to call them, there's no women in there. It's all guys. And, the, and like they, they well, don't want to hear what, clean. right. They don't want to hear what she has to say. That's like, you know, the women were supposed to be. Right, yeah. the women were supposed to be secretaries and, and and receptionists. They're not supposed to be like the writers and stuff. So, and that was that was pervasive for a long time in yeah. media. Like it's only last like what ten fifteen years where women actually are treated seriously as journalists. Right. Yeah. I mean, but it's 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 true though. Like she's in high school, she doesn't have any kind of experience. So the. Like she shouldn't have been given a writing a writing journalist position as a high school intern, anyway. Right. Jonathan right. has more of a of, of like a skill at this point that he probably he showed just... up with like a portfolio. Of right. Right. Yeah. And that and like I said, they're probably he's not shooting his own pictures. Like they're not having him go out in the field and do stuff. He's probably got like a backlog of all their their photographer on staff. That they're just like, here, develop these for us. Yeah, you know how to use the dark room. Like, this is your job as our intern, develop these pictures. Right. Yeah. Interesting. So both wrong, but I, I just I I feel like Nancy is is more wrong a little bit. A little bit. A little bit. I, but thing. I mean I don't know I who guess... I would even lean towards. I don't want to lean towards Nancy, but I get where she's coming from. I mean, I've never I I mean, I have been privileged enough to not have to like deal with what Nancy has is dealing with, but as a woman, I get it. So like Yeah, I mean I I was gonna say I, pity, but that's uh, that's like a bad word. <laughs> I was yeah. gonna say like I, I definitely feel for her side, I would say, more than Jonathan. It's, yeah. It's yeah. just like, you know, you don't one hundred percent know what she's really been through. You're just kind of going from your perspective, just going from the like, mm-hmm. like you had to work at this side of things. Yeah, but and yeah. he's right. He did have he did have to to work at it, and she, you know, she is. They, you know, the wheelers have more money than the buyers. Like mm-hmm. she has been given things more throughout her life. Than Jonathan has, and I mean, and if, I think that's really, kind of where he's coming from. That that is where he's coming if from. If you really like, think about it, Nancy may have more opportunity than Jonathan, even if this goes poorly. Like if they get laid off or they get fired, Nancy's like, "All right, I'm good. I can you know roll up to another place and try to." Jonathan is like, "This is what he's got. Yeah. He's got this job. If it doesn't go well, he's got nothing to fall back on." <laughs> yeah. 
I so yeah, I think they're both they they both make very valid points in yeah. that in that particular moment. I just think it's funny that Jonathan usually usually is kind of just like like sits back and lets Nancy like you know do whatever doesn't really like say anything to her but he calls her out like yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like oh <laughs> um going backwards yeah. uh we this is where um Heather's parents we find them tied up in the um lumber yard Oh yep. yes, they get they get flayed, mm-hmm. and then they become part of the flayed people. Um, what did I say? Like my next note was, why does Hop throw up from being beat up? What? Oh, well, like he, he got his ass kicked in the last episode, and in this one, he's like, you know, recovering, and he just starts throwing up. And I'm like, dude, you got punched in the stomach like what hours ago? Why are you throwing up? He's got a lot of alcohol in his system. Got a yeah, fragile bio. He might still have a lot of alcohol. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I just thought it was weird. That was that was that was their way of showing you that Hop is still beat up. Hours later, he's just going to start throwing up. I had more about the whole Heather's parents and and Vecna stuff, but that's fine. We can talk about Hopper throwing. Well, I, How would he throw up? I just I just said that the mind flayer or the rat monster is implanting itself into them. And it makes them a part of the hive mind, but through the right side up. So all of the people are becoming part of the hive mind in the right side up. Because Vecna has a physical body here through Billy. We discussed this. We did. I mean, (laughs) I I think we actually went back and forth in this a little. Because it's not just Billy who he has the physical body through. It's everybody who is Well, we talk about that more in the next episode. Yeah. The next episode is heavily deals with the other flayed people. Yeah, so I think this was like the start this of this theory for us. It gets a little deeper next time in the next one. Um Do you have any thoughts on that subject, Matthew? Uh no. Other than <laughs> <laughs> Um well, you're honest. <laughs> well, in in terms of what like where it was going in, in relation to to season four, the, the whole Vecna stuff, because I no, feel like just, I just wanted to know if you had thoughts in general. Well, no, yeah, go, like going into this the first time, obviously I had no idea what where any of it was going, but I think it's all pretty solid and and connected to Vecna at this point. Um, yeah, it's interesting that he's able to kind of extend the hive mind through just this one piece of the of the, of the mind flayer. Mm-hmm. I do like love this one piece that survived. Yeah. I do really love the uh the fleshy rat looking um mind flayer though. Thing. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> the I think, monster. Yeah. It's interesting because I feel like until s- you could make an argument that it doesn't make sense that Vecna can um reach all of them because they don't have an open portal this season, but when you think about it, he really didn't have an open portal in season four either when he got uh, Chrissy. So no portals didn't open until after, until he, killed after people. he killed people. So it's an interesting thought. Like, is he is he controlling what's the little bit left of the mind flayer and then like spreading his influence through that? Because it doesn't seem like he's delving directly into people's minds yet. 
He's definitely no, still he's... got that middle that middleman. Yeah. Right. Billy is the middleman at this point. Well, right the, the, the the piece of the flyer is the middleman because that took right. over Billy. That took over Billy. Yeah, so like maybe maybe he needs to go through this whole rat phase in order to be able to do what he can in season four. I mean, do they really do they establish those rules? Not really. Mm-hmm. That's I, I feel like that's part of what we're doing here is trying to figure Or at least that we ha we haven't gotten to a point where like we could say like, Oh yeah, that makes sense. Like that's been that Right. I mean when you really think about it, if if, if Vecna was around from the beginning, it doesn't super make sense why he didn't start by jumping into people's minds. Yeah. Um Yeah, like why wasn't Mrs. Driscoll like why wasn't Mrs. Driscoll being all Vecna y, you know? Why was she just like losing her shit while her mind was being invaded? Exactly. Like, why are you why are you um, trying to spread the hive mind through the little bit of the mind flare you had left instead of jumping directly into people's heads? She was. She was, in fact, kind of differently. She got infected by the rat, by the rat. Everybody else, the fertilizer, right? Yeah, she ate the she she, because the rat that she had caught blew up. Hmm. And I'm assuming got her, which is why she was, like, eating the fertilizer and stuff. Yeah. Everybody yeah. else got infected or how, whatever you want to call it through from not by Billy per se, but through his whatever that's, he's doing. That's a good thought. But I think what Billy is doing is putting them in front of the mind flare so he can do its thing. So if that bit of popped rat infected her, mm-hmm. that bit of popped rat is a piece of the mind flare. But it's... It's only a little piece where everybody yeah. else is getting infected by this this big thing. Yeah, the big tubes. I think we, can, I think it, we can assume that we it doesn't have to be the big thing. I'm, maybe it, I, maybe it I, works like, differently. We saw it. Yeah, I'm, I, because we because we saw it with Heather's parents. I'm assuming that's what that's what being used with everybody else. Totally. And she was wasn't there. She wasn't taken by Billy and Heather and brought to the lumber lumber yard and whatever else. Like she was affected in her home. Yeah. Unassuming, you know, so I think she honestly, there might be a slight disconnect between with her. Well, there's definitely not though, because remember while Billy's in the sauna. No, 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 I know that. I know that. I just mean like why she acts differently, why she acts kind of like weird compared to like, I have to go back. Right, compared yeah. to like everybody else who still kind of acts like themselves, just like a meaner version That's of them. True. She's acting like like she's got like She's acting like the rats. Right. That had to get back there Ex- to the Exactly. To the That's why she's ah That's why she's yelling, I have to go back. Yeah. Because she has to go back to the big rat monster because the rat that got her never got to go back. So now yeah. that, that that has infected her, so she's got like a direct connection to the rats it's like she got like halfway there through the process like yeah with, like the exposure yeah but she it didn't get right it didn't get completed she, got, she, she, didn't, she didn't get she didn't get flayed as a person she got flayed like as, as a rat, rat. <laughs> she got a little bit of omnicron she didn't get full-blown covid it's it's a little different right. there you go <laughs> right, <thank> you. <laughs> topical all right yeah <laughs> what's well, old news you um, know no that yeah. jo- that joke is gonna age well <laughs> Um, so yeah, uh, what else? Well, we had, you talked about, uh, Joyce and Hopper after the Russian attack. Um, also, little note, Joyce tried to get the license plate number. 
That okay. That Hopper was a dick to her again. She was just trying to help. She was like, "Oh yeah, I tried to get the license plate number, blah blah," and he just goes off like being a dick again. Defend him. He's been. If you can. He's been drinking. He's he's a he's still hungover. He doesn't snap out of it until he gets to Mayor Klein's office. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, like if he's supposed to like have feelings for Joyce, he's doing a really bad job of showing it this season. He's, he's reverted well, back to like me. kids in the playground. He's pulling on her pigtails. Refresh he's me, bullying. Re- refresh me a little bit. What is it this season where? There, he doesn't he get like stood up by Joyce or like does he? St- yes. Yeah, that's why he's acting. Yeah, that's like why an he's asshole. being he's being mean. But like she tells him why he's just because Hopper's always super unhinged. It's just like his unhingedness is used more creatively and it's more like plot driven. I feel like in every other season, whereas in this season he's just kind of just lashing out. Like he he he's being very. I, I guess I'd say like he's like overly instinctual this season. Like, you know, he says things that I guess you guys would see out of character in, like, the greater scheme of things. But he's still, I still don't think it's it's necessarily out of character how he would react in, in these situations. He's being, a, he's he's just being a, a brat. Yeah, he is. He's, he, it's, like, it's his brattiest season. I wouldn't say I don't like him. Like, would you guys say you actually... He's going through like a phase. Him? Like, you don't like him this season up until this point? I just, I don't, I don't particularly think he's acting like hopper yeah he's just edgy i wouldn't edgy. i wouldn't <laughs> i wouldn't say that i dislike <clears throat> him but i don't like i don't i don't like how he's acting like if because was... like if, if this is what we were given and you know in season one and season two then no i you know this is hop but because of what we got in season one and season two i this 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 particular version of hop is i don't like he's supposed to be the character who knows when to get serious and it finally happens in this episode yeah but like he hits his rock bottom he's during the beginning of the season like it's his you know peaks and valleys characters are all about peaks and valleys he hits his valley <laughs> during the beginning i don't know i just i i guess we have to just like agree to disagree because you guys are not wrong it's just i was still along for the ride i guess i don't know no, I mean, I'm not saying it's not, not entertaining along to for the watch. ride. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm not saying it's not entertaining to watch. I'm just saying, like, I feel like this is the one season where we started to see issues with the Duffers doing right by their characters. Okay. And it gets it gets it gets expanded on pretty heavily in season yeah. four. And it, as, mu- as much as I love season four. And it is weird with Hopper since he's such a, a beloved character. Yeah. And like David Harbour has the Hopper's character down to a T. So mm-hmm. I have to assume it's. During filming, he was probably directed on multiple occasions to like, oh, no, we want like go doofier. Yeah. No, no, like be angrier at Joyce, you know, like he had to have been directed in that way because this is a guy who understands his character. The doofy definitely frustrates me more than anything else. And like if that was if that was just relegated to like a few scenes of him acting like that, (laughs) I like that's fine. It's like his whole. But like it's a good chunk. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Um, I mean, I think the next thing I get, we were finally back to the kids. Yeah, Lucas is calling a code red. Yeah, Lucas is calling a code red because Will knows that he's back. Yeah, Will knows he that had that feeling at back. the he had a feeling at the end of the last episode with his little his little neck pricklies, <laughs> and he told them, and they're all trying to 
get in touch with them, but Dustin's preoccupied because they're planning to take down the Russians. Which and Dustin turns to Steve, have you ever actually won a fight? <laughs> <laughs> Which I love I love that whole that whole plot in this episode. That whole that whole side bit with uh Steve, Dusty, Robin, and oh my god, Lucas's sister. Erica. 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 Oh my god. <laughs> I it, I love Erica so really, much this season. <laughs> she's fantastic. She's great. It really feels like it belongs in a different show, but like yeah, I enjoy every second of it. Yeah, it's 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 fun. Yeah, and how she for being ser- she loves capitalism. for being serious. Yeah, <laughs> yep. Can't say America without. I, Erica. I also think it's can't spell America without, without Erica. Erica. And Dustin like turns his head like, yeah. Oh my god, she's right. <laughs> <laughs> I also I think it's funny that Robin is so much more confident this season. And then we come back to her in season four, and she's kind of all over the place. You know how I feel about Robin in season four. I think I, yeah. I, think I yeah. touched yeah. on that in my last uh, <laughs> guest spot. It's it's very weird. It's it's a uh, the character only had one season, so I understand if it's like a part of her that they didn't get into. But she comes across as really tough in this season, mm-hmm. and it's weird to see her kind of backpedal on that so heavily in season four. Yeah. Um, Nancy and Jonathan get fired by the rat man. Yeah, and he's super sweaty, which is telltale sign of you've been connected. Yep, because you're part of the upside down. And then that Too leads in, that leads into the conversation that we had um, previously with um, Jonathan and Nancy in the car. After the, we just talked about yeah, it. Yeah, after they get fired. Yeah, yeah no, I'm looking at it. Yeah. yeah. Um, Doesn't the... But yeah, Will... What? I, I'm just... The, does the office scene happen before or after that? I'm just trying to... Soon. We're, it's where it's... Yeah, we're it's, I, it's after my next note that I have, which is Will telling them um, about his feeling, how he knows that he's back, um, because the particles that were in Will never left. They never made it back to the upside down. That's what they. Yeah. Yeah. The the bit that we've been talking about of the mind flare never made it back to the upside down, which answers a question that we had last season because we were like, where did they, where did, yeah, it go? did that ever, did that ever actually make it back? Yeah. And it, they made it look like it did mm-hmm. by having like some of the black swirly bit come down and like go back inside when Eleven's pushing it back. But, but we also, we wrote, I wrote this down based on the particles because they always talk about how like you have to, you know, kill it kill the the mind or whatever but to get to or mind dies dies, he dies dies. Mm. well they didn't kill the mind because the mind is not the mind flayer the mind is vecna yep boom so that's yeah so the part yes the particles are still there they got them out of will but they didn't kill it because they weren't killing the right thing yeah, closing the gate wouldn't have killed the particles because they were still connected to Vecna. They were still Vecna. connected to Vecna. These particles, man. That was just... I, I really never thought about how much weight they hold. Right? Yeah, this, this, these bits, <laughs> bits and pieces of smoke monster. Yeah. It all comes back to Lost. <laughs> it really does. I'm not going to stop calling it the smoke monster. I'm just not. I can't. 
And now, now, uh, Matt, we're at your favorite part. Yeah, now it's now it's the the office scene with the mayor. Yeah, which other than the actual sauna test itself, this is my favorite scene in the episode. It's fantastic. It is peak hopper. And poor poor Carrie L's always at risk of losing limbs, you know, or Elways, however you pronounce it. <laughs> I know, right? Uh-huh. All right, let's see if I can take a finger. Oh God! <laughs> yeah great moment he just like and then they have they have their little their little back and forth where he's like how about i talk about you you know banging your secretary he's like how about i talk about you being drunk on the job and hopper's like okay i'm gonna kick the shit out of this guy and i i love joyce just claws coming at you (laughs) (laughs) joyce just casually strong arming this the secretary (laughs) like in the other room right They'll be like, fine. Don't worry yeah. about it. I love, she, I love when she she pulls the phone cord out of the wall, yeah. and she's like, "Who who are you going to call? Like, what? Are you <laughs> that's the police in there. Like, that's the cop in there. Like, who, who who's coming? Yeah. Hopper Hopper comes uh, it's, back. It's a great scene. Yeah, yeah. That's definitely. And then they just drag him out of the office. Like, come on, we're going for yep. a walk. Take him to his house. I think there there is where we have the whole conversation with Jonathan and Nancy. Yeah, after after that bit. But we already talked about that, so we don't yeah. have to talk about that again. But we can talk about um our oh, I have Dustin tr- try to get Dustin through the ducks. So silly. Very funny scene. Yes. I also wrote Robin solving problems and I don't remember what problem Robin solved. Because she enlists Erica. She's the one who... Re- oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, she is. She's the one she, who enlists Because she's like... Because Erica comes to get ice cream, and Robin's, like, gonna wait on her, and then she's like, oh, you're small. You're tiny. You could fit. <laughs> and Erica... I don't have phobias. I don't have phobias. This kid. <laughs> she goes on, like, how it's child... Her, it's her child endangerment yeah. plan. <laughs> Can we call it something else? Free ice cream. <laughs> for life. <laughs> Uh yeah, that those there those four are are fantastic. Like the chemistry that they have is great. And once they once they uh I, I guess this would be jumping ahead a little bit because I think this is once um once she gets to the duct and they activate the elevator. I think that happens beforehand. There's a moment where uh they open up the box <laughs> and Steve like tries to get Dustin to move away and he's like, No, if I if you die, I die. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I, I die, and Steve's just like okay. Yeah, okay. yeah the look that Steve gives yeah, he him. Looks, he looks at him like what? <laughs> yeah, that's a, I love that moment. I the two of them are great. Yeah, they're one oh, of the I best duos. Before, if absolutely. Not the best duo. Before they have the conversation with Erica about the ice cream, there's like a brief scene i think where max and well, they and see billy they spy, like they, they spy just, on billy they decide to yeah. spy on billy and and max is like everything's fine and i'm sitting there like billy is wearing a shirt does that <laughs> seem normal <laughs> but that's when they come up with the the idea to um do this the sauna to, test, to yeah. lock him in the sauna uh hop and joyce flirt while solving mysteries you probably have more to say about that i don't i don't i don't, I don't. I have I have the uh, I have Nancy and Mrs. Wheeler having a heart to heart. Oh, um, great, great scene. 
between her and her yeah, mom absolutely yeah. this is wheeler this season especially she's they've been really playing the uh like the stifler's mom card <laughs> with like her and billy and everything yeah and it was really nice to be like no no no. she's still a character she's she's still a mom she she is a good mom yeah all infidelity or potential infidelity aside so i yeah i like that scene a lot i want i want to see more stuff with her in excuse me in this in season five yeah, because i feel have like a lot of moments in four that i can remember she doesn't have a whole lot of stuff in season four not really just like Basically, she's just with the other parents with their whole with the um the the D and D the D and D thing, witch hunt. Yeah. yeah. Um, but that's about it. And she gets she's got a decent amount in season one, two, and three, and they just kind of dropped it in season four. I would like to see more of her in season five because she's a good mom, mm-hmm. and I feel like that kind of gets forgotten about. You know, the only mom you really get focused on is Joyce. But like I, I would like to see more of of her. I need, we need more Mister Wheeler. No, we don't. <laughs> I could do it. What's his him. name again? Ted. Ted. More Ted. <laughs> I I want to see them. I want to see them have a big dramatic scene that's supposed to be like Ted doing something really valiant, and the entire Stranger Things fan base collectively goes, <laughs> no. I, like Ted's no, gonna sacrifice himself. You can't redeem he's, he's this gonna, guy. He's going to do something righteous. I just know it. So before I put, I would say what I said, um, because I know that you are like a film buff. I, I'm um, good at faking it. Are you? Uh, well, are you familiar with or now? I've never seen this movie. I just know of it because of um, Feruza Balk, but. Um, are you familiar with the Island of Dr. Moreau at all? Uh, I've heard about it. I, I have not seen it. I don't know much about it. Okay. So, <laughs> the scene where they see Billy on his lifeguard stand mm-hmm. with his long sleeve shirt, he's wearing sunglasses, he's got a hat, he's got a like a a, a towel on on himself. It's it's giving Marlon Brando in the Island of Dr. Mm. Moreau vibes. And if you Google a picture of that, I swear you will agree with me. I got hysterical. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see here. Just going to do a quick Google search. Do a, do a quick Google search. Because I know you know what I'm talking about with how Billy looks on his lifeguard stand. And then like... Just oh my god. This How more... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, uh, <laughs> I think I got the picture right? of, of Marlon Brando. <laughs> yeah, you pro- you probably did. It's 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 like to a T. Makes me really want to watch this movie, though. Goddamn. So <laughs> apparently, a lot of it was like I I I don't know why I because I I have a I have a thing where when I watch a movie with somebody in it, I have to like Google every movie that they've ever mm-hmm. been in and like look at every at, at every movie that they've ever been in, whether I watched the movie or not. And I fell down that hole with Feruza Bulk. I don't remember why. I was probably watching The Water Boy. Um and and that came up and there was a lot of like controversy and stuff with like the filming and oh, the, really? like there's like a document yeah, there's like a documentary about mm-hmm. it because like because of all the stuff that happened when it was filming and stuff. Um, but then I saw that picture and it got hysterical. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Shout out to Furzia Balk. Yep. So, yeah, is this the sauna now? They're still at the... Not, well, not, not yet. yet. I just, I have, they're like planning it out. Um, and Eleven's not taking any of Mike's shit, even though Mike tells her about Hopper and how Hopper was like, and about how he told her to, him to stay away. And she was like, eh, I don't care. I make my own rules. Yeah, she, yeah friends she don't still lie. has that max corruption from, from the mall episode. Yep. <laughs> corruption. corruption. <laughs> Strong word, um, but you know. Just done taking shit. Okay, and then oh, I... there's the scene where Hop and they, they uh, is is it the scene where Hop gets to the guy's house and they like beat him up more and he gives them the files and stuff, mm-hmm. or is that in the next episode? Yeah, that might be in the next episode because okay. I don't have anything else about Hop. They do go to his house. All right, this may have been like, yeah, they go to his house, but that's I don't have yeah because the next all the stuff that I have neck now is is all involving, um. The pool and and Mrs. Driscoll. Okay. Okay. So there's like one little bit with the where with um Steve and Dustin with the if you die I die okay like that cut cuts in between but most of what I have now is all about the sauna stuff. So that scene definitely happens. I think we didn't write much because like not much happens. It's just them going to his house and like <laughs> finding out about oh well, the Russians own yeah, this yeah, land. They just that get the information thing. that they were looking um, for. Yeah. yeah, but that also made me realize now that Hop's alive again <laughs> and like back in Hawkins, he's probably a fugitive, right? He like viciously beat the mayor oh, for, sorry, and for then like threatened to cut off for his second, fingers, broke into his house. No, I'm I'm dead serious. Like he he broke into the mayor's house, like held him hostage. And, like, he's not in witness protection like Joyce living in another state. And everyone thought he was dead, so he never had to face any repercussions for his actions. So now that he's alive, and everyone's going to know that, he's definitely a fugitive, right? Yeah. Yeah, that secretary would definitely talk. I mean... Yeah. Right? (laughs) Like, cops in some deep shit. He got out of the gulag, and now they're going to want to put him in prison. I mean, unless we don't know what happened to the mayor during, you know, the quote-unquote earthquake. Mm. That's that, true. That if might he's be not... how, they, <laughs> how they get around that. That's a good workaround. <laughs> if he's not around to press charges, nothing's going <laughs> to happen. Nothing's going to happen. Oh <laughs> um, so, the, yeah, so the next thing I have is they're back. We're back to the pool. Um. It's closed at this point, and Billy has to. T- Billy's taking like a freezing cold shower because he needs to stay cold. He doesn't dry off, so we can keep the cold he water dry on him. So he keeps the cold water on him, and then and their little trap. Um, really smart trap. Yeah, they like record themselves. You know, like hocus pocus. <laughs> um, wow! <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> it's it's literally the trap from hocus pocus. <laughs> Um, they lure him into the sauna and at this and crank the heat. And at the same time that this is happening, Nancy is at the hospital visiting um, Mrs. Driscoll. Mrs. Driscoll. And when the temperature goes up, her her vitals and stuff start to go like go up. And she, she originally she yeah. starts to have like some um, discomfort. 
And then obviously the top, the higher the temperature goes, the more discomfort she starts experiencing and she gets like the, the, like the veins black and veins. the black veins yeah. in her face and the lights start going nuts. Um, yeah. So. I think I have, we have some stuff with Dustin and Steve, right? We already talked about that. Yeah. They find like the green stuff. Yeah, I thought it was very Resident Evil, the entire that entire scene, like going down the big elevator shaft and opening the box yeah. and everything. Um, but then we go back to Billy and he said something that I thought was really interesting. So Billy starts saying that he, the thing controlling him is like a giant shadow. And my first thought was he would not know that he only ever saw the rat monster. So that's not him talking. That's not Billy. That's. Uh, mind flayer slash Vecna pretending to try to get them to open the door. Hmm. Yeah, because Billy would never have seen the shadow. He only would have seen fleshy mind flayer. But didn't he see the the spider looking thing, like in the yeah, very the beginning? Got him. Yeah, but how would he know that's how would he know that's what's controlling him? No, the thing hmm. that got him wasn't the shadow. The thing that got him was the pop rats. Was it? Pretty sure. I thought it was the particles. I don't think we've the seen it. Yeah, like when he, when he first yet. starts like going in and out of the when, upside down and he shows up at the uh the lumber yard or the warehouse where what is it exactly? That's It's a it's like a younger yeah, lumber yard, he shows yeah. Up there. Yeah, well, isn't it? I, I don't know why. I'm just I just don't remember. You guys would remember better. Cuz you don't see yeah. it. You, you, it's already controlling so rats. Maybe we know that from much, his we see the whatever's left around. of Billy uh, consciousness that's in there, maybe that is all that he perceived it as was just a shadow, and everything up until that point but has I'm, just been rats. I'm, yeah, I mean, I think that he did, he saw like the the that spider thing because he was told to build it, and that's what he's building in like a physical form with the rats. Mm. He's trying to build a physical thing okay okay at least that's what i it's thought. all it's all so then, so then what it's do you think loose. is billy is that actually billy like talking to them or do you think that's the thing i think it's both. him i don't know because well, he i i, I think yeah, it's a little bit out. of both like i think what you said i think what you said is is um like vecna or whatever but he also says he made me do it which i think is Billy, like I think he's going back and forth in Could that yeah. in that moment because he's having he is having so much pain and everything because he's being you know subjected to the heat and he's you know yeah um uh <clears throat> and this, and Bill Will Will says he feels him in this moment and you know he knows it's Billy um it's a really it's a great scene. Yeah, because then the when he gets because once he gets out, like he almost takes eleven down. He's literally lifted into the air, like with psychokinetic power. Like that's Vecna's power. Billy, the mind flayer can't lift people Billy up. Also says off this off he the also ground says like that. The F word, which I think is our first F word in the series. I think you're right. Yeah, we've never gotten an F word before. I didn't realize he said it. Yeah, yeah me neither. Like when he's <laughs> there, there's a moment uh, when he's doing his I'm Billy, but JK, I'm not Billy thing. And he like reaches for that glass 
and like puts his arm through the window. He like he like flat out says, I, I don't know exactly how he phrases phrases it, but he says like I'm gonna effing cut you or something like that. And it's just like, whoa, did did he just say that? <laughs> and it oh. and, he just dropped that. And it is a thing. All People right. do be blogging about it. <laughs> it is a thing. <laughs> Interesting. I didn't take notice to that. I mean that you get one every season, right? I think so. Well there's well, a, like, there's more than one you're in season four, one. I think. This is one is of my there? superpowers. I, if I hear an F word, I, I notice it. <laughs> I'm going to be looking for it now. I'm going to look for it. Yeah. <laughs> too. It might be two or three times in uh, season four. I, I mean, I don't, I, I don't not believe you. I just didn't take notice to yeah. it. I don't doubt you. I I'm going to start paying attention notes now. on the profanity of, of, of Stranger Things. <laughs> <laughs> um. But so Eleven's hate isn't stronger than Vecna's, so he can overpower yeah. her yeah. in this scene. Mm-hmm. Like Billy is stronger than her because I, she's still not pulling from a better place. No, because she hasn't gotten to use anything. her powers. Yeah. yeah, Mike tries to help. He comes in clutch. Yeah, he really does. Because if he if he didn't, yeah, great Mike moment. Yeah, if he didn't attack Billy, if he didn't step in and attack Billy. Billy would have killed Eleven because he was like close she was like close to he death. almost did it yeah um and then because of that she's able to you know throw him power through up. a wall turns it around well because then she she's using her powers to protect Mike yeah fun fact about that scene I told I wrote it down and I told Zach but I don't know if you knew mm-hmm. about it um m- after that whole thing, when she falls into into Mike and they kind of like collapse on the floor, um, that scene wasn't that bit wasn't scripted. Uh. Um, yeah, Millie Bobby Brown was so like exhausted from like the physicality of everything that happened during that scene that she was that she literally just like collapsed at oh, the wow. end of it. Like this better. This better be like the last time we have to do this because I please can't be the do last it take. And the toughers were like, "We're using it." Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's great that they caught it because it feels so natural. Yeah, it really does. And I think like Billy getting away after that is that's basically the end of the episode. Like we we see the mind flayer army growing. Yeah, well, and, and um, yeah, and then I have. I have a a question just that I'm putting out there because we didn't really have um, an answer. And then I have some other things written down. Um, but Heather is taking care of Billy at their little hideout or whatever. And she, she asks, was it her, the girl? Now, my question is, if they're all connected, wouldn't she know that it was Eleven? Who did it? Or does she just did she just feel everything and she didn't necessarily that I think their connection is slightly different from the hive mind of the upside down because it's not built in the vines. It's not built. Um... I wrote it. Oh, you wrote, wrote all that down? explanation. I didn't realize what this was. Yeah, <laughs> it's um... explain it. So, yes, they're all connected, but they're all connected through Vecna and the smoke monster. They're not connected to the upside down directly. It's not like how all of the Demogorgons like experience things together or how Will was seeing his now memories. Mm-hmm. 
because at that point they were still connected to the upside down and i don't think they are here yeah um that's what i yeah i wrote that it said that she feels what he they feel what he feels but they can't necessarily see what he sees they're all connected under the influence but not not they're not connected to the real hive mind because they're not in the upside down they're cut off from it because the connection isn't strong this is us right yeah this is us fixing the plot hole yeah (laughs) Just <laughs> convincing ourselves. Yeah. All right. We know things. <laughs> Pretending we do. We're a podcast. We know <laughs> things. Um, but that's all. That's 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 all I got. Big episode so for the season. Really big episode for season four. It's an episode. It's episode four. Oh, yeah, I just said big episode for season four. It was a big episode for season three. It was episode four. Episode four. four. Every episode four is a big episode. Uh, It's true. It might be my... Um, uh, I'm torn whether it's my second or third favorite episode four of the show. Because, I mean, like season four episode... Oh, season four episode four. That's the... uh, Yeah. Dear Billy. um, Yeah. Yeah. No, that's a masterpiece. But yeah, either yeah. this or the Upside Down from season one. Just because that, that's the episode that really got me into the show. But this, this, one's, okay. but this one just that's has, like, like, so much happens. Like, it introduces so much that gets touched on in season four. It, it's just, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really like this episode. I'm glad I could be a part of it. The stakes... <laughs> the stakes feel really high here. Yeah. It's it's the first time we see Eleven lose, yeah. mm-hmm. and that's a, I feel like that's a big deal. <clears throat> yeah, we've never we have we've never seen her lose before, and on um, you know we do see her lose again. Yep, because she loses big in season four, um, but we don't see her lose in season one. We don't see her lose in season two. Well, you know it's it's Star Wars rules. You got to fail twice yeah. before you win. <laughs> So I get. I mean, I guess she'll then. Then they'll win in season five. I'm sure they will. I'm sure they're gonna win. I'm but sure. How? How will they win? But how? That's yeah. That is the. That's that the, is question. the question. And we have theories. I want them to start filming. I don't. I like. It's starting soon, isn't it? They gave it. They no. They put out a date. Did they? Pretty sure. Yeah. I, but I, I just don't like that we have to wait until next year. Yeah, it's it's a it's a bit of a gap. For... I don't know why. Yeah. Like, I, I understood why there was such a gap between season three and season four. Like, they literally weren't allowed to to film. But, like, there doesn't need to be that big of a gap between uh, four and five. They're going to look like, so old. They... Well, I, I did, I did hear like there. Supposedly, there is going to be a time jump because yeah, have, for that reason. They have to. Yeah, like I mean, it it's supposed to pick up where season four left off. Like the first two episodes, I think, are going to be like right after season four, and then the rest of it is supposed to be like a time jump. So Noah Schnapp is filming season five in May. In Oof. May, yeah, that's not too bad. That's so well. I mean, it is too bad when you think about when we're actually like, going to get the season to be able to watch it. <laughs> but... Right, I, right. I think, uh, 
part part of the issue is I think um, these kids are in school. They are shooting the show when they're not in school. But you said, me- sorry, I just had Noah Schnapp just uh, tweeted that he like the, the he the, he started shooting in May, and people were like, "Is that going to interfere with school?" He's like, "No, I'm done in May, so that's when I can Ooh. start shooting." It's not going to interfere with Joseph Quinn's A Quiet Place schedule. <laughs> That's good to know. Wait, what's this now? <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, um, Eddie is going to be in A Quiet Place. They're, yeah, they're making another A Quiet is, Place. Um, yeah, I think it's supposed to be like yeah. a prequel. Um, and he was casted as like like a leading character in it. And that supposedly is shooting or is starting shooting soon and that's why i said oh well that'll be done in may so yeah you're right he won't be it won't it won't interfere with his schedule at all interfere with his schedule logistically he i mean the monsters in a quiet place are basically demogorgons anyway so it makes sense it was a hefty episode today for real we had a lot to talk about a lot of content a lot of content. A lot of content. It's going to be a good episode. Thank you for being on with us yeah, today, Matt. Thanks for having yeah. me. I appreciate it. It's always great when you share your wrong opinions uh, about you know, Hopper. <laughs> uh, opinions are like buttholes. Everyone's got one. Everyone true. else's it has a crack true. in it it's and true. is a little bit smellier. <laughs> okay. And that is my, <laughs> that is my closing slogan. <laughs> That's your contribution. Everything else I said out. All right. Well, that's that's all we need. (laughs) Just that. Just that. All right. On that note, I'm ending this. Okay. I'm Devin Grubb. I'm Zach Grubb. Dusty Buns gets it done.